You're listening to How They Did It and Why, where we learn from the experiences of others. So today, intelligence, IQ, what is it? And says who? So this is kind of something that is just an interesting discussion because there's lots of ideas out there on intelligence and lots of different systems for measuring intelligence. I'm sure you can recall some experiences where you have met supposedly highly intelligent people but they perhaps left you questioning some things. I think it's fair to go ahead and do kind of a little bit of digging and to see what it actually is because I help feel that that will help us kind of have a realistic view of ourselves and others. So the first place I think um, that's good to start is the definition. What does the word intelligence actually mean? Uh, I found a definition that I really like and that was in the Oxford Standard Languages Dictionary. And they have a really simple definition that I think most would agree with. It says, it's the ability to acquire and apply knowledge and skills. I very much agree with that. I mean, that's again, a very simple definition. And for me, that is exactly how I personally measure someone's intelligence. So to Expand on that a little bit, though. It also goes into the capacity for logic, understanding, self-awareness, learning, emotional knowledge, reasoning. That's another one that is really big, is reasoning ability, I feel, is really tied in with true intelligence. Planning, creativity, critical thinking, and problem-solving skills. So all of those things together really make up the broader definition of intelligence. So again, there's lots of different people, you know, um, in science, uh, famous psychologists and psychiatrists who have a lot to say on this definition. But um, one theory that I think is worth investigating a little bit here is Sternberg's theory. And that theory identifies three types of intelligence, practical, creative, and analytical. So Sternberg just kind of breaks it down in three parts, but hold up, before we get into this any further, who in the blue blazes is Sternberg, okay? So you know me, I wanna know the who, the what, the where, the why, who the mama is, who the kid, everybody, everything, who are you? Because for anyone who's gonna be out there just kind of like basically influencing our thought and defining things and um, setting standards of how we view things um, as a whole, then I feel that we really need to know who this person is and why their opinion and why their um, line of reasoning matters so much, right? So I did just that. So what I found out about Sternberg is that he's a professor of human development at Cornell University. Okay, I'm liking that. He has an honorary professor of psychology at Heidelberg University in Germany. Sternberg was briefly president and professor of psychology and education at the University of Wyoming. Now I'm gonna keep going into this guy only because his contributions to this subject are heavy and a lot. So I really wanna give you guys a lot of information on him. So uh, prior to going to Oklahoma State, Sternberg was Dean of Arts and Sciences at 
and a professor of psychology and education at Tufts University. Okay, how did he go to all these universities? We've already like done three already. So <laughs> that in itself, I'm like, okay, I should listen to this guy. Uh, so he also has done a lot of studies and written a lot of papers and documents for Yale University as well. He's one of their top experts. Sternberg is also a past president of American at the American Psychological Association, the Federation of Associations in Behavior and Brain Scientists, and the Eastern Psychology Association and the Internal Association for Cognitive Education and Psychology. So again, he's got more and I'm going to give it to you because I think it's important. So again, he does have that BA from Yale University. He has his PhD from Stanford University and he holds 13 honorary doctorates from 11 different countries, okay? He's won more than two dozen awards for his work. He, again, is the author of over 1800 publications and is a principal investigator in this subject, okay, of intelligence, okay? He is also a member of the National Academy of Education and the American Academy of Arts and Sciences. He's a fellow of the American Psychological Association, as well as the Association for Psychological Sciences. Okay, some of his awards, well, I'll just touch on one. He also has, okay, dozens of awards, but this one in particular, the Grain Mayor Award, he has that in psychology, okay? He also has 20 million in research grants and contracts, okay? So with all that said, I really trust this man and his theories because he has really gone above and beyond, you know, just incredible, incredible person. He is also cited as one of the top 100 psychologists of the 20th century, okay? And also um, Google Scholar, has cited him over 190,000 times. So again, it's a whole lot, you know? I mean, this is really impressive stuff. Sometimes I wonder how people are able to achieve so much. I mean, in a lifetime, it takes years to do some of these things. I, I read even further on him. He does have a wife and some children. So just even like being a dad, like this is really impressive. Like I'm really just blown away. So, Based on uh, a couple of things, I wanted to go ahead and also do a screen share on him because, you know, it's, he's just super cool. Like, why not? Let's just do a quick little screen share, okay? So this is actually his website and his website is pretty cool because it gives a lot of information on him. Although I will say one thing that I found that was kind of funny is that there was a couple of typos on his website but I'm sure that someone a little less intelligent than him actually did his site. He's probably too busy to actually do it himself. And sorry, guys, I am not that person who actually cares about typos and stuff like that. Like, if you go to any of my websites, you will see that they are usually chock full of typos and things like that. So for me, I don't really care about stuff like that, because just because you have, you know, a typo here or there, not the whole site is full of typos. That's something totally different, but one here or there. I'm not really sweating that. that. That really doesn't take away from a person's credibility or anything, I feel. So anyway, on his website, here's his picture. There we go, like awesome. And let's 
look at something else. So on his website, he does have um, several um, of his published theories. And then like, these are the main ones here. Of course, his theories on intelligence, which was a pretty interesting read, but I also really enjoy his theory on creativity, which was very cool. Um, I'm not going to go into these because, you know, you can always go into these yourselves and these topics, you know, the, the topic is a little bit different, but, you know, these were some really cool ideas that he has. And I really did enjoy reading through his body of work. So again, there's his website, you know, if you care to go on and research him a little bit further. So based on what we've learned, you know, here is what I think, and you'll probably agree with me on this, this is really what intelligence is, okay? Intelligence is really the power or capacity of a human being, and specifically a well-rounded mental efficiency. So how like mentally efficient are you? Here's a definition that I found that intelligence definitely is not. And I wanted to share this with you guys. This is what intelligence is not. It is not the ability to solely retain knowledge, use reasoning to solve problems, or have an above average brain power. And then this particular source, which I will give you the source in a minute, even goes on to give an example of intelligence. And the example that they use is someone obtaining their PhD. And then they give another example. It's someone who knows that Dover is the capital of Delaware, okay? And the source there is yourdictionary.com. Again, a .com. Anybody can put that stuff up, guys. When you really wanna know information, you gotta dig a little deeper. You know, Go to the .orgs, look at the research studies, go to the university websites themselves, look at the history books, and really kind of form like a broader idea look for different research papers by noteworthy people in the subject, okay? That's really the way to do it, okay? So I really did not like that definition. And I feel like a lot of people in society, that's kind of the standard. Oh, they have, you know, a PhD or even just a bachelor, so they must be smart. We all know that's not the case, okay? Intelligence is a power of good response from the point of truth. Intelligence is the ability of adaptation and adjusting to a new situation. And I feel that that particular definition of intelligence is something that a lot of people actually have the ability to do. And people who might not have actually thought of that characteristic that they themselves have as a sign of intelligence. When I think about the ability to adapt and adjust to another situation, the first type of person I think of is actually single mothers. They are ever-changing. A lot of times their situation is changing. They have to quickly adapt and understand how to make their life around them work when they don't have all the answers when it's not easy, when it's tough, when it's something that is just challenging, okay? So to me, a single mother really personifies this to the highest degree. So I wanna say that because I want 
single mothers out there to understand that that's a sign of intelligence because society does make you feel very low. Like, you know, you know how hard it is. Okay. So just wanted to interject that in there. Also, it is the ability, okay, to think abstractly, okay, and the capacity to learn from past experiences. Again, people who are in maybe a situation that life has given them, maybe they have had struggles, maybe they come from a divorce background, or maybe they've had some severe financial challenges and they're able to get it together. Maybe they were addicted to drugs and they came to that point one day where they were like, you know what? I don't wanna do drugs anymore. I wanna change my life. And they are able to make that mental shift from addictive behavior. That is a sign of intelligence. And again, I wanna say that for people who that might not even be on their radar, you know? And I feel hearing that, if you're in that situation, empowers you and motivates you to do better and to keep doing what you're doing. So again, another thing that I feel goes into intelligence is the ability to self-analyze and have that want, the want, the passion, the desire, the drive to actually challenge and change yourself. That to me is a really a big sign of intelligence because again, you know, some of us just meander through life. It's okay, I don't feel the really need to change anything or do anything different or think a different way. And then they're unhappy with the results of their life, okay? A better approach is to be able to look at yourself from an outside perspective and say, what am I actually doing? How can I change? How can I be better? That in itself is a sign of intelligence. So if you have ability to do that, value that and know your intelligence isn't measured by, oh, I don't have a degree, I'm not smart. No, if you have these other capabilities, this also is a sign of intelligence. So don't let society or anybody else make you feel otherwise, okay? So again, if you are able to consistently do the aforementioned things, congratulations, you are a highly intelligent person, okay? So now it comes to the point of, okay, we know this, great, why do we care? Here's why I think it's important to care. I believe it's important to have a clear idea of what intelligence is because it helps us to first, like we mentioned before, do that accurate self-assessment, and then two, it helps us to accurately assess others and helps us display patience and understanding towards other